Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of the prophet Jonah. The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, set out for the great city of Nineveh, and announced with the message that I will tell you. So Jonah made ready and went to Nineveh, according to the Lord's bidding. Now Nineveh was an enormously large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began his journey through the city and had gone but a single day's walk, announcing, Forty days more, and Nineveh shall be destroyed. When the people of Nineveh believed God, they proclaimed a fast, and all of them, great and small, put on sackcloth. When the news reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, laid aside his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in the ashes. Then he had this proclaimed throughout Nineveh by decree of the king and of his nobles. Neither man nor beast, neither cattle nor sheep shall taste anything. They shall not eat, nor shall they drink water. Man and beast shall be covered with sackcloth and call loudly to God. Every man shall turn from his evil way and from the violence he has in hand. Who knows, God may relent and forgive and withhold his blazing wrath, so we shall not perish. When God saw by their actions how they turned from their evil way, he repented of the evil that he had threatened to do to them. He did not carry it out. The word of the Lord. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my voice in supplication. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, Lord, who can stand? But with you is forgiveness that you may be revered. Let Israel wait for the Lord, for with the Lord is kindness, and with him is plenteous redemption. And he will redeem Israel from all their iniquities. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at his feet listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Some years back, I went to confession. The priest was a Frenchman. After he gave me absolution, he said, Go in peace and pray for me. I first thought, pray for you? I'm the one going to confession here. Pray for me. Later on, I thought about it and decided, well, that was pretty humble of that priest who was my judge and confessor to ask a poor sinner like me to pray for him. Why did he ask me to pray for him at the end of confession? Sometimes I do that. Why do I ask penitents to pray for me? Well, our saint we honor today, Faustina Kowalska, has the answer. Here's what she wrote in her now famous diary. I came to understand one thing, that I must pray much for each of my confessors. 
that he might obtain the light of the Holy Spirit. For when I approached the confessional without first praying fervently, the confessor does not understand me very well. Isn't that interesting? Pray for your confessor, and that will help you in the confessional. What Christ called this great tribunal of mercy. Prayer really is a two-way street. We pray for souls. We pray for the poor souls. When they get released from purgatory, we have more saints in heaven returning the favor, interceding for us. You see how it works. It all comes around. Pray for others and blessings are returned to you. St. Faustina was all about others, God and souls. That was her motto. Her whole life, in fact, in imitation of Christ, was to be a sacrifice. Our Lord requested that she offer her personal sufferings in union with his to atone for the sins of others. The neat thing is that she suffered in secret. Most of her fellow sisters had no idea of her sufferings and mystical experiences until after her death. When alive, she had always been so cheerful and humble. She wrote in her now famous diary, I accept joy or suffering, praise or humiliation with the same disposition. I remember that one or the other is passing. What does it matter to me what people say about me? I have long ago given up everything that concerns my person. My name is host or sacrifice, not in words, but in deeds, in the emptying of myself and becoming like you on the cross, O oh, good Jesus, my master. Where did St. Faustina draw her strength? The sacraments, especially confession and the Holy Eucharist. Christ repeatedly told her that the confessional is the place of his greatest mercy and that he, Christ himself, waits for us there. Quote, when you go to confession to this fountain of mercy, the blood and water which came forth from my heart always flows down upon your soul and ennobles it. Every time you go to confession, immerse yourself entirely in my mercy with great trust, so that I may pour the bounty of my grace upon your soul. God and souls. If only the suffering soul knew how it is loved by God, it would die of joy and excess happiness. Someday, St. Faustina wrote, we will know the value of suffering, but then we will no longer be able to suffer. The present moment is ours. St. Faustina, Christ's Secretary of Mercy, died on October 5th, 1938, at the age of 33. The same age traditionally given to Christ at his death on the cross. Her whole life and death was an imitation of his. His. 